When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. This week on Jordan and Jake. He's shown that he can spread that ball around. We've been excited about their receiving core leading into the season, and they've been producing well. It, it's time to step up. Somebody, somebody's going to have to fill this production and fill these shoes. And I'm not talking just running back, you know, and, and Davis at running back. I'm, I'm talking in general. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. It's Friday. That means it's another edition of the Jordan and Jake podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Gross, alongside, as always, my good buddy, Jake DeLome. Jordan and Jake podcast brought to you by Ortho Carolina. Jake, let's do this. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing really well. Um, I- I'm doing better than a lot of NFL players right now with the injuries. Um, but other than that, I'm, I'm you know, I'm doing well. There's a lot of injuries, and this was widely discussed in the offseason by experts such as you and me about how it would go with no offseason, no preseason. This week, Jake, it's like a whole Pro Bowl roster got injured, man. I mean, obviously for Panthers and and you and I, the worst one was Christian McCaffrey, but this is what you said you wanted to talk about more than anything, and I think it's incredibly interesting and, and sad and all those things. So let's go, man. So many guys got hurt this week. It's just insane. It, it definitely is, and you feel for those guys for the season-ending injuries. The others that are like Christian with the high ankle, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, you know, uh, the George Kittles, uh, those guys that they'll be able to come back. Um but you just feel for those guys, and, and you kind of wonder, does a lack of preseason have something to do with it? Um, and, and, you know, because we're seeing some really good offensive performances. So it's not like we're, we're, we're seeing teams that are struggling to get continuity. Yes, there are always going to be some, but, I mean, 
offensively, I, I'm watching some really good football. So you one hand, you can say the preseason doesn't matter. But then on the other hand, you, you got to I think you got to miss it some. I mean, I say miss it just in terms of overall body wise, getting your body conditioned. Um, and, and is that why we have these injuries? I mean, I, I don't know the answer to that, but you just kind of wonder. Well, there's nothing you can do about it at this point, but I, I definitely think your body, speaking for an O-lineman and quarterback's a little different because you guys never got hit in, tra- in training camp, but you come in in great shape, but it doesn't matter without pads on and without hitting each other, your body doesn't get acclimated, you know? So I, I don't know. Guys get hurt all the time early in the season. I mean, it's incredibly normal. There's always a training camp injury of some starter that tears his ACL or something like that. But, yeah, you wonder about it. And then just just the names, man, like Christian McCaffrey is tragic for us, and we'll talk about that in more detail. But Saquon Barkley out. I mean, those are the top two producing guys fantasy football-wise, huge parts to their team. You mentioned the Niners. I mean, you lose Nick Bosa and Jimmy Garoppolo and Raheem Mostert at the same time. That's that that's major situations to overcome. And then just the demeanor of the team or the mental state of the team after that, you know, uh, it's so early in the season. The Broncos with um, – they'd already lost Vaughn Miller. Then they lose their quarterback, Drew Locke, for a while with a shoulder injury. And when guys get hurt, Jake, you know, let's talk about Christian. So Christian is obviously a giant part of our team and what the, what the Panthers offensively do. You lose him for a game, that's one thing, but he's going to be out a little while, four to six weeks with that ankle. They're saying, you know, how do you how do you handle that? I know in 03 when we were really rolling and Stephen Davis was, was doing outstanding, he missed a game during that run, and the team has to pick up the slack, Jake. Yeah, and that's the thing where – I mean, this is an opportunity for growth for this football team. You never want to not have Christian because of just the running, the catch, and the block, and everything that he, the dynamic that he brings to the team. But this is an opportunity. If I'm Matt Rule, hey, listen, it's it's time to step up. Somebody, somebody's gonna have to fill this production and fill these shoes. And I'm not talking just running back, you know, and, and Davis at running back. I'm I'm talking in general, um, you know, Teddy. Well, do we throw it more? What what do we do more? But it's growth. Uh, that This is where you, you develop as a team and you get somebody that you can say, man, I can rely on this guy. He can be a big part. So then you get Christian back um, and you get more, more guys. I don't want to say involved because I think we're doing a good job of getting players involved, but it's just you can rely on other guys and not have to think, okay, McCaffrey, he's going to be our bell cow week in and week out. Well, is this going to say a lot about – it's probably too early, but I'll say it because there's no consequence for me getting ahead of myself here. Is this going to say a little bit about the future for Teddy Bridgewater in the Carolina Panthers organization on how he handles the absence of Christian McCaffrey, right? So Well, he's gonna, that's he, the growth part our, of it. Right, yeah. He's, no, he's I mean, going to have to be our guy now, Jake, right? I mean, the, the, the big name superstars out. Let's see what Teddy can do. And, and not only that, yeah, let's see what he can do. Let's see how he plays. And then, hell, <laughs> we got a couple of linemen that are banged up. You know, Russell's got a groin. We're hoping he plays. You know, it doesn't sound like Daly's going to be back uh, yet this week. So, you know, if Teddy 
really plays great football the next few weeks, then you're like, as an organization, guys, we might have found our guy because Teddy's still young in quarterback age. Um, yep. So that's why it's an opportunity for growth. How do you how do you think he did last week? I know Christian was there for part and he wasn't out for part. One thing I thought that was interesting, Stad Jake, he said, well, the offense set a franchise record with three players having eight or more receptions, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Mike Davis. That speaks to his knowledge of the offense. It speaks to the selflessness of the offense in general. And I know Teddy had two uh, picks and, and also a fumble, four turnovers in overall for the Panthers offense. But He's shown that he can spread that ball around. We've been excited about their receiving core leading into the season, and they've been producing well. There's still weapons, Jake. Tell, talk to the Panther fans about how many weapons we still have on offense, and the tight ends are, have been quiet group overall. So there's places to go with the ball. There, there's definite places. Um, listen, the more I watch Robbie Anderson, I, I'm so thankful that we were able to sign him uh, to a very – to me, a friendly deal for the production that he brings. Um, but I think Teddy's doing some good things. Yes, he's going to be hard on himself for the turnovers. And the one that I think that really hurt us was the one on the screen because um, they had something there and it was we were driving in the, uh, in the Tampa territory. And um, that really hurt us because that could have been points. Um, and so that's where you want to see. Because, listen, our margin of error is slim. It's very, very slim with this football team right now. Um, we ha- I don't believe we've, we've had a sack yet this year. Um, so in turnover-wise, it's not like we're creating a bunch of turnovers. So our margin of error is slim. Uh, each possession is so critical to this football team. Now, one thing we have shown, and we have shown fight, and we have shown that we're not going to give up and we're going to stay after it. Um, and what better way – and to do it when you go on the road cross country to go play a team that nobody's going to give you a chance in in the world of going to beat a team that's a very talented team that played a, a a rookie quarterback last week that found out 30 minutes before the game hey you're starting and the kid looked really good and and in all honesty they probably should have beaten the defending super bowl champs well there's an advantage and and i just want to talk one more thing about what you said about the margin of error but then i'll talk about the chargers the when we were down 21-0 at halftime jake against the buccaneers a really good team but an expert team that you know the chiefs defending champs they're gonna have a hard time in the nfl overcoming a 21-0 lead so you couldn't have said it better with that margin of error we're gonna have to play very very clean football and the last stat I'll throw at you from last week about Teddy Bridgewater, though, was Jake, he had 78.6 completion percentage. So that is efficient. That is putting yourselves in a position to win. But obviously those turnovers and five sacks allowed by the O-line, and it's going to be a bigger job this week. So transitioning in the Chargers, I think rookies, the, the saying ignorance is bliss, it's never been more true than when you're talking about a rookie in the NFL. So there's going, especially a first, second time starter, right? So quarterback, we saw it last year uh, with Kyle Allen when he was starting for the Panthers. He looked great coming out the gate and kind of the more games that he got underneath him, the more film that was on him as a starting quarterback, the more challenging it became for him. I think Herbert was in a dream situation last week. Hey, 
you know, all week you're the backup. You're feeling no stress. You're not nervous about the game because you're a backup. All of a sudden, Tyrod Taylor gets his lung punctured, which is just insane. And I'd like to hear what you think about that. And you're starting now against the Chiefs. You had no time to be nervous. Just go out and play, man. And that's what it looked like he did. And he really did a good job. And I watched that game uh, very closely last week. And this is a big man. I mean, he is a – I'm not even using the word man. He is a kid. Uh, You look at his face. I mean, this is a big kid that really throws the football well. But, man, he can run. He can really use his legs. Very athletic and probably should have used it more in that game last week. And I think that's one thing he will learn. Um, And he'll learn the speed of the game just how fast um, the speed of the game is. So I'm anxious to see if they're going to try more with him this week or they're going to keep it somewhat simple uh, against the Panthers Um, because he really did a a great job because they have some weapons. Listen, they've got two big-time wide receivers. uh, And and when I say big-time, I mean big as in long. Uh, They can catch, great catch radius. Uh, they will be bigger than our corners. Uh, they have a really good tight end. Eckler's a, a scat back that's really good. They're playing the uh, rookie Kelly from UCLA. He's playing outstanding football. But, guys, we played a tough defense up front. I said it last week in Tampa, and, and they, they hit Teddy a few times. But this front seven for the Chargers, oh, you're not going to see many that are better in the National Football League than this front seven. Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa coming off the edge. Oh, my God. Last, last week's a talented D-line. The Bucks are very, very good at rushing the passer and, and more. The Chargers, though, Joey Bosa is the highest paid defender in the NFL, right? Like he, yeah. He's got a massive deal. Ingram's very good, been very good for a long time. I remember watching him at South Carolina just thinking about the athleticism he displayed. He was an interior guy more at South Carolina. But, yeah, that defense is very good. I want to ask you some more, though, Jake, about Herbert starting. I know from uh, being in offensive meetings over the years and observing the quarterback position, when you're the backup quarterback for the entire week, your rep count is so much different than the starter, the way the coaches talk to you as far as questions they throw at you, how they address you, the media um, responsibilities you have during the week. They are drastically different for the starting quarterback versus the backup quarterback. And so what I was what I was alluding to earlier was last week was pretty stress-free for Herbert. He comes in, starts, plays well. Now this his whole week's going to be a lot different, Jake. And I'd love for you to kind of talk about how that's going to change for him now that he is announced as of Wednesday as a starter this week. Well, yes, it's, it's definitely going to change. Um, you you kind of, for our sake, you kind of hope he puts more pressure on himself. Uh, to perform, and, and there's more paralysis from analysis uh, in his mind during the game. But I go back to the 09 season, Jordan. I, I break my hand um, against the Jets, and Matt Moore has to finish out the season. And Matt had been in the league a, a couple of years already. I think this was his third year. But he just went out and he played fearless. And I remember, because naturally I'm on the sideline, and I'm th- saying to myself, you know, this kid's giving us a better chance than me. I was too cautious. And this kid's just just balling. He's just playing. You know, like it, youth, exuberance, and and our team responded to him. 
Well, you just kind of you wonder if Herbert's going to keep that same mindset or will he put more pressure on himself? Will they put more on his plate in regards to checks and things of that nature uh, going forward? Well, if they're smart, I think they will keep it reduced. Let him be an athlete, make plays, get the ball out of his hands. I wouldn't be shocked to see a little bit of the option and the QB design runs that he had later in the season last year. Being a Utah Ute, he took it to my Utes in the in the Pac-12 championship game with his legs. So uh, they would they'd be well served to do that. And I'm sure our defensive staff is preparing everybody for that. But uh, rushing the ball, Jake. So our D line, as you said, we haven't had any sacks this year, and that's been widely addressed this week in the media. The that that's come to the attention of our all of our players and our staff in Carolina. But the rushing attack of the Chargers is very very good as well. Eckler is is off to a great start as always. They're sixth in the league rushing 169 yards per game. So pretty two phased attack and. Talk about as a quarterback, you know, and, and Herbert being a young quarterback, when you've got the ability to run the ball, and we had years with us, Jake, 08 comes to mind, 03, where we knew we could run the ball well. There's so much confidence going into a game because you know that you know that you're going to be able to get yourself in third and manageable more often than not when you can run that ball. So how big of a tool is that for Herbert having that rushing attack in his back pocket? Well, if I'm the offensive coordinator, that's, I think, what I'm going to be leaning on. And I'm going to make them stop us running the football. Um, and not only that, I think you hit it on the head, Jordan, about running um, running the quarterback. Because we face two quarterbacks that don't run. You know, obviously, Tom's a statue. Uh, Derek's got a little more ability running. But he really didn't do that against us. Um, so I'm going to add that that other piece, that other weapon, because – one, if I'm the coordinator, I'm saying the Panthers haven't seen that yet this year. We don't know how they're going to stop it. Um, and two, my guy's good. My guy can run, and I'm going to use him, um, use those legs because that that's such a weapon. Um, and and make the Panthers commit. Put you got to put eight in the box to stop us. And then I'm going to one on one because I know in their mind they feel their two receivers one size wise, but two they think they're better than our two. So. Um, it's got to be a comforting feeling. I, and I don't know if you ever say comfortable, if Herbert would have that mindset, but Hey, I feel good about this plan. I, you know, we're going to run it. I'm going to use my, my legs this week. And when they commit to stopping this run, I'm going to get the ball to my big, to, to my big receivers, use my tight end. Um, and I'm going to feel confident. I'm playing at home again. Uh, I'm very comfortable in my surroundings. So it's a huge challenge, but I go back to the word growth, Jordan. I mean, you, you never know when there's going to be a point in time, and it's going to happen in the Matt Rule era, where, okay, this was the game. It, 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 it totally changed the mindset of this team. Can it happen without – I mean, how great would it happen without Christian on the road against a team that nobody really thinks we have any chance to beat, and you can start the process early? I don't know if it happens this early, but – you try to be well, it's going to have to. If something's going to have to happen, Jake, 0 and 2 is not desirable. 0 and 3 is, I don't know the stats, Jake, but not a lot of teams make the playoffs at 0 and 3. So we'll, we'll see where it goes. I got a fantasy football question for you a moral dilemma. Where right. do you sit on a guy on your fantasy roster 
is for the opposition that week that the Panthers are facing? Is it an automatic bench, or do you play him and just say, hey, it doesn't have anything to do with the mojo of this game. I'm going to just go with my best fantasy lineup. Oh, my gosh. I think, Jordan, I think it's – I have two answers for you. One, um, if you're not calling the game, which we will, we will not be doing this weekend, you go ahead and play him. I think if you're calling the game – you uh, you don't play him. <laughs> what? You know? Do you think it would affect your call? Are you so I have Hunter Henry as my tight end. Okay. No. <laughs> right. So I I don't want him to do well, Jake. It's hard because you don't want him to do well, but you do want him to do well. So just to let myself off the hook, I usually bench the person because it just feels bad to be happy when somebody else scores against the Panthers. It's I don't it just it doesn't feel right, Jake. I believe in karma well, and that's I, bad karma. Listen. So I can vividly remember last year um we were playing at home against Tennessee and I Derrick Henry was Henry was my running back last year. And nice. I vividly rem, I vividly remember I mean he's he's my starter. There's no questions. He's playing. Well, yeah, and exactly. One of my keys to the game and, and before the game with Mick and Zoki was we have to stop the run and we're going to get a heavy dose of Derrick Henry. Well, the first half ends, he had like three, four, five carries. He, he had no carries against us and, and we had the lead. We had all the momentum. And I remember coming out of half saying, they're going to help us win. Because they're not running him. They're not doing where our Achilles heel was last year. They're not They're not running the ball on us, and we were able to take advantage of it. Um, but I never during the course of the game did I think, I can't believe he's killing my fantasy this week. So I just never – it never went in my mind. So I wouldn't worry so you need too to much. Start, yeah, you need to start benching the opposition, Jake, because it just makes it easier on yourself. You don't have to be conflicted with anything uh let's talk about tyrod taylor getting his lung punctured never heard I, of this one pre-game I've ne I've ne yeah yeah the pre-game environment i've seen a lot you know so he got a pain injection he cracked his ribs evidently in week one shows you how tough these guys are playing with cracked ribs at quarterback you know to get through the game goes to get an injection which is very commonplace when somebody has not an injury that's prohibiting them from playing, but just to be able to do their job as great as to the best of their ability, that happens. But a punctured lung, I mean, I've seen weird stuff. We've had guys that have had to get abscesses drained right before kickoff. We've had guy, I had a guy that had a tooth infection that went crazy the night before who didn't get to play at the last second one guy got vertigo and was violently puking you know he's down he's got vertigo a car accident on the way to the game punctured lung though and sent to the hospital that's a little bit nuts jake what do you think that i i didn't know and obviously this had this didn't come out till after the game but I'm wondering, I'm watching, and I'm saying to myself, but he's still on the sidelines in uniform, and the breathing deal, I just, it never crossed my mind that he had a punctured lung, or this was due to a, a bad injection. 
you just kind of wonder, man, did, did something happen? And and honestly, what came to my mind is he having trouble breathing? Is this a, a corona type of situation? But he wouldn't yep. be on the sideline if it if it was this. So um it's kind of floored me with this when this came out. But also it supposedly it happened in week one against the Bengals early in the game, and he doesn't tell the coaching staff because he wasn't on the injury report till like last Friday. He doesn't tell the staff that. So uh, one, he's pretty pretty damn tough. I, I got to give is. him that. Uh, and well, two, he's... for it to happen, and then what if he gets Wally pipped? I mean, what, what you know, Herbert? Well, comes that's in happened and... to him. Yeah, he's been replaced yes. time and time again. You feel bad for the guy because from everything I've heard or read, he's a heck of a dude and a good quarterback. And of course, the sixth overall pick is going to have an open runway to eventually take your job. But in week two, to get a dang punctured, you're trying. Obviously, the guy's trying to keep his spot because he's got cracked ribs and he's playing. He's trying to play. Then he gets a punctured lung. Just that's rough. That's a rough deal, Jay. You know what he needed? He needed Ortho Carolina, who sponsors our podcast, I, because that never would have happened if he would have went to Ortho Carolina, Jake. My question is this. How would I have looked at, or you also, how would we have looked at Pat Connor or Bob Anderson or Dr. Heyer? If that would have happened to us, I mean, like, where does the trust factor in this team doctor go? I, I know it we're getting been, into it's. I know we're, we're kind of going off course here, but man, you know what? What are, what are the other players? What are they thinking now? Well, I think if you're staying away from your internal organs, like a knee or something, you're okay. If he was to puncture your lung, shooting an injection in your ankle, I'd say that guy does not know what he's doing, right? But. The ribs are definitely dangerous. It's it's just weird. And the beauty of the NFL is it never it never ceases to amaze me, Jake. So hey, did you see this is the last thing I have, but I wanted to mention this. Panthers.com. I read it frequently. They do a nice job. There's an article on there uh from Miles Simmons. He was talking about how Mike Davis was motivated when he was with the Seahawks on practice squad, he was kind of contemplating the future of his career. He was motivated by uh, uh, Eric Thomas video titled UOU. We actually, we had Eric Thomas. It was just an amazing motivational speaker, Jake. I don't know if you've ever watched any of his stuff. He came to camp one year and just Thomas Davis, I think facilitated getting him in. It was so sweet, just amazing. But this video, I watched it this morning. When I was drinking my coffee, I was ready to go out, Jake. Then I don't know what he's taught, but I was ready to go out and start a new enterprise, make a return to the NFL, try to raise my children to be Nobel science or Peace Prize winners. I mean, this guy's motivational speeches are amazing. You got to go watch the videos, Jake. I'm going to show it to my football team. For sure. Probably not tonight. We have a big game tonight, and there's already a video. But next week, for sure, awesome video. UOU, Eric Thomas, look it up. Well, Mike Davis, um, it's funny. We, we Last year when we signed him, the latter part of the season, uh, I rode to the stadium with him um, before the game because um, I had flown in the night before, stayed at the hotel, and I was riding 
um, with someone from the organization to the stadium and he needed a, a ride because uh, we had claimed him from the Bears and his vehicle wasn't here yet. And so we're riding and I'm just small talk, get to know him a little bit because I've actually played with his younger brother uh, um, one year in Cleveland. And, you know, it's just kind of funny. Here's a guy you pick up just to fill in, so to speak. And then you read in camp, they just keep talking about him over and over what kind of camp he's having. But obviously the the talk did have an effect on him because he's, it seems like he's starting to, it's a, this is a huge turning point in his career. Again, you know, big shoes to fill. Hopefully he can continue to, to perform as he did last week and when McCaffrey's absence, but I'm telling you, Jake, you got to go watch this video. We should watch it before every podcast, and we would win. We'd win an Oscar, and they don't even give Oscars for podcasts, but we would win an Oscar for our podcast if we were to watch Eric Thomas videos before every podcast. So I challenge you to do that for next week. Do you think you can make that happen? There's no doubt I can All make right. it happen. All right. Well, Jay- now my question is this. I know we're wrapping up, but okay. you have another game tonight. You're undefeated, yep. and – but can can you give the millions and millions of, of listeners that we have, uh, mm-hmm. because we're the number one rated podcast in the history of the world, can you yep. give them the statistics of your high school football team right now, yep. the run pass? Fruitland Grizzlies, we're a wing T offense. I am the O-line coach, nothing more. However, I feel like I've got a little bit of know-how on running the football. So... We've, my addition has helped our team. We've got good athletes and smart guys that get it up front. So four games in, we've rushed for 1,666 yards, and we've passed for 24 yards. How do you like our balance there, Jake? What do you think about that, so man? You, how much does your quarterback run the football? Uh, he's our fastest guy. He's got a heck of an arm, but he runs. Well, obviously, obviously, y'all don't think so. Y'all don't throw, let him throw. Well, we just get first downs all the time running the ball, so it's hard to change it up, Jake. No, he's he uh he runs the ball a little bit. We don't have designed runs for him. We're kind of developed. It's just funny. We just like we kind of did. We got a lot of guys that didn't start last year, so we just kind of getting to know the team. And just like everybody else, we had a really limited off season. You know what I mean? So, and then the coolest thing about being in high school is you forget high school coaching is you forget how limited amount of time you the players put into the game, right? So I'm thinking we got to get film breakdown. We got to have more meeting time. We got to have more walkthroughs because I'm used to all day long. The whole week was building up to the game, right? From being in the pros for so long. And now you get like, what do you mean? I got 20 minutes of individual with the O-line on. That's it. Like, I, how, I'm So I'm trying, I bring my laptop to practice and I'll sneak the guys over during water break and I'll pull up plays and like, Hey guys, see this. And I make them record practice so I could critique their footwork and all that stuff. So. I hope to get over 2,000 yards rushing to you know tonight in our fifth game of the year. That'd be pretty good. Well, you're certainly not going to get over 2,000 yards passing. I can promise you that. So. <laughs> you know what, Jake? Who needs quarterbacks anyways, right? We should just go Wildcat. But uh, yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. We're playing Weezer, big rivalry. It's uh, quite a program that they have as well. So we'll see how it goes. 
But uh, this has been the Jordan Jake podcast powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. We'll see you, Jake. Take care.